The Bear Down Report Podcast, featuring Mike Page, Jack Wright, Logan Bradley, and Ryan Dingle. Bear Down Report. All right, folks, welcome to another edition of the Bear Down Report Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dangle. Today, I am joined by BDR's own Corey Walsh and our special guest, Kieran Hall of the Irish Bear Show. Welcome, Corey, and welcome, Kieran. It's great to be on. It's, again, listening to the show. It's always good to kind of go on other people's podcasts. It's always enjoyable. Yeah, Kieran, I got to ask, it's, it's got to feel a little bit different because you are the guy that's always asking the questions. What does it feel like to be on the other side of this right now? Oh, it's great because then I get to talk more because when I'm asking <laughs> the questions, I'm like, oh, you need to make sure that like everybody's like getting time to talk. And then like the weekend shows are the kind of insane ones where it's the fan zone one where there's like six, seven, eight people on. I'm like, oh, I need to make sure everybody's on. <laughs> but now I get to give my own like crazy opinions, which is great. And it's, there's obviously a little something to talk about too, which we'll, we'll hop into it in just a second. Uh, Corey, um, if I get one more text message from someone saying, man, how did BDR land Corey Walsh? She's incredible. I, I'm going to throw up because I keep getting these messages. Um, just where did, where did this come from, man? It just, is this something that you expected to just getting all these invites and just this massive success that you're seeing right now? No, absolutely not. I'm just a passionate fan that took a chance on a, an awesome, awesome blog, Bear Down Report. Um, and honestly, my my passion was writing. So I was super honored and excited to be on the podcast that people asked me to be on. Um, but to be asked to co-host for a season with the Irish Bears show, I was floored. I was I was so excited. They are such a fun group of guys. They put out premium Bears content. I got to say, not just because I'm part of them, Bear Down Report, Irish Bears, both are just premium Bears content. Well, the coolest thing about this is we're actually kind of loaning out each other, right? So we get Anthony uh, for, for at least one once a month, and then you guys get Corey. So this, it just, it works out great. Um, and and everybody's, everybody's happy in the process. Folks, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home this year in the Chicagoland area, you know you need to visit GenevaJeff.com today to learn more about how Jeff Cadwallader with App Properties can help you. As a third-generation realtor, Jeff knows you need experience when it matters most. Jeff provides lots of information and market insight without any pressure, so you can make an informed decision about your next real estate experience. Visit GenevaJeff.com today or give my guy Jeff a call or a text message, 630-254-4734. Give him a call. Amazing guy. I promise you, you will not regret it. Jeff Cadwallader. Folks, if you're thinking about getting a haircut, yes, you heard that correctly. If you're thinking about getting a haircut, you got to visit my guys at Sheridan's in downtown Wheaton. Sheridan's Barbershop, located in historic downtown Wheaton, Illinois, has been serving the community for 67 years. With five barbers open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, we have appointments available to book online or by phone at your convenience. Sheridan'sBarbershop.com or give them a call, 630 668 0137 and book yours today. Sheridan's Barbershop, where traditional meets modern. 
All right, so there's just a little little bit of news that just happened. And now, Karen, I know how frustrated you are because you guys just recorded a show last night. And then, what, was it an hour, maybe two hours? And we're finding out that Anthony Miller has been traded to the Houston Texans. Karen, I got to get just your, 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 your thought about, one, <laughs> it happening after the show, but also just your, your, your straight reaction. What do you think about this move? Yeah, to go first, like, after the show, I was like, oh, well, that would have been perfect if it happened during the show. But I'm like, we've had, we've had some good reaction things when, like, drafts have gone down, like, being able to be live when the whole Justin Fields stuff came. So, like, I can't be too greedy. But, but yeah, <laughs> it was my reaction. My first reaction, I just put it out on Twitter, was, whoa, because I expected this to happen like, at least twice during the offseason. And the fact that it didn't happen those two times, especially leading up to the draft, when you would have thought that that would have been premium time, try and get an extra pick or a move up in the draft to get a guy that you're targeting. But for it to happen now, it's I was kind of just surprised. I just thought that they would just let it kind of play out in, in training company or he would get one of those last wide receiver spots and he'd have to earn it. Or eventually he'd, he'd play the season and kind of then just be let go in as merry ways at the end of the season. So the fact that he's been let go now, I think it was a good move because you can't have guys on the team that your coaches don't trust. It's also a reason why I would be moving Javon Williams as well because it's the same situation. You are an idiot and punching a guy's helmet. I always try to make it on the show. He did not punch a guy. He punched his helmet because he <laughs> doesn't land with any force. Like If you've been hit in the face with, and you have a helmet on, it doesn't hurt you. It only hurts the person that's punching you. So for me, I just thought it was... It was he's always been a selfish player, I think, when it comes to the Bears. In his rookie season, I think everybody loved him because we were starved of really good wide receivers. Because I think I mentioned it on our show yesterday. Like prior to having Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller, like we were kind of obsessing over Cam Meredith, who was okay at best, but then gets injured. And I I think I mentioned everybody thought that second coming was when we I think we signed Dontrell Inman during the yes. season. Oh man, there's a name. There we go. <laughs> hey, hey, exactly. So like when you see a guy like Anthony Miller, everybody was really excited because you watch him at Memphis. And you're like, this guy has a lot of traits that we want. But the problem was, even though he was making plays, the one thing you always heard from multiple wide receiver coaches was that he was in the wrong spot, even though he was making plays. And Eventually, we saw the problem with that because it that happened on the field and it's the reason why he was so inconsistent. So the fact that the Bears have done it and to do it with the Texans who basically have no wide receiver talent and no kind of offensive, I guess, future with the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Nobody knows what's happening there. It's probably the worst place for the player to go, but it's probably the best decision for the Bears moving forward. It just seems like a change of scenery is going to do him well. I, 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 I think he's regressed over the, the, the three seasons that he's been here. And, and watching some of the, the, the vitriol from, from Bears fans, you'd think that they were, they were trading away Allen Robinson. I, 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 I'm, I'm struggling to understand it. Corey, I got to hear your thoughts on it. What, what are you thinking about this Anthony Miller trade? Well, I think 
Karen hit, hit it on the head that the timing of it is very interesting because he's, he's on a contract here. So he has, he would have had every incentive to get back to the, that 2018, 2019 production that he had. Right. So why not let him play a few games? If you're going to trade him, why not let him play, you know, see if you can get a little bit more, more value for him. I don't know what exactly we got. I think we got like a fifth or sixth round pick. Um, you know, so that tells me that something else was going on. Um, and, you know, clearly he got ejected. He, he called Nagy out that Facebook live with saying that, you know, we should run the plays that we're running in practice. Um, he made a comment on Twitter about, you know, if, if you're not posting your workouts, I guess you're not working or, you know, to paraphrase. So I, I think that the bears were foreseeing maybe a problem in the locker room, maybe a, pl- a problem with other players. And they're obviously trying to, and they have always been about culture, right? So, you know, for a lot of reasons that I think are pretty much evident, they didn't see Anthony Miller fitting in with, with the culture. And also not to mention he screws up his routes a lot. So um, yeah, I, I wasn't surprised, but I was, I was surprised at, at the timing. Definitely. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And Corey, I thought you brought up some great points, but I, I think I might be in the minority here. I'm thinking this guy was going to get cut. He wasn't going to make the team and they were able to get something, some compensation for him. I'm thrilled about it. I, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to understand bears fans that are like, not like, Hey, this is a missed opportunity. You know, like this is a guy with a lot of talent. We let go people that are like, I can't believe this. I'm furious. What are the bears doing? Like they're like seemingly almost as mad as when you let someone like Kyle Fuller go that just, I, I, I don't get it. Do you, either of you guys understand where, where this anger is coming from? Bears fans like to be angry. That's that's the whole thing. Is they've been too they've been too happy for too long. We've been on this Justin Fields cloud nine for way too long. Something had to go down that could piss the fan base off. And look, I don't even. I I completely agree with you, Ryan. Is I don't understand why people are so mad for Anthony Miller. What has he shown you in the past two years that makes you think he's going to have a breakout year? Will he have some great games? Yes, he will. But then the next game, he won't make a catch. I I bring this back to two points when I thought a bit last night. Number one, it wouldn't shock me if this was an ownership decision because at the end of the day, you can't have your owner coming out kind of talking bad about a player and then suddenly that player still on your team. One, it shows your coaching staff's weak because they don't trust the player and yet he's still there. The wide receiver coach obviously didn't like him considering he said, we don't need Anthony Miller. We have all these other players coming in now. And then Nagy kind of had to come back on it a little bit, even though I think our wide receiver coach was just being honest. And then the other thing is, and this is what stuck out to me, and I think Bears fans need to remember this, Darnell Mooney got to be that number two wide receiver within week one and week two. If a rookie is able to do that and soak in the playbook, for me, that just means Anthony Miller is not putting in the work off the field in terms of, look, it's always important that you have the ability when you're on the field, but the guys that are truly elite and truly will be in the NFL for a long time are the guys that know the playbook like the back of their hand where they don't have to think about it. And that's what you want. We talk about this with quarterbacks all the time that at some point in time, they, they stop thinking because they know it and they're able to, they're not kind of trying to think when they're at there. They're just reacting to the situation. For me, Anthony Miller always was one of those guys that 
it was a me first and it wasn't a team first. And that's why for me, I think he's gone. And I said on, on Twitter, kind of good riddance, because at the end of the day, you don't want wide receivers like that. My second point, like I mentioned earlier in, in the show today, is this needs to happen with Javon Williams, whether it's he gets cut at the end. I don't care if he provides special team help. He's showing you that he can't be trusted either because he's the one that started all this. He's the like he's the first culprit. And then you have Anthony Miller, obviously, which is the dumber part of it that you do it again. But these two go hand in hand where I don't think you can trust either one of them. After you've been warned, you, you had a meeting yeah. with your, your coaches. Hey, this guy's going to try to get under your skin. Don't let him. And you still let it happen. I, to your other point, Kieran, Javon Wims dropped. And I, I said this on our last pod. What I believe to be Mitch Trubisky's best throw of his entire career. Playoff game against the Saints, right? A perfectly designed play call by Matt Nagy, which I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth, right? And just drops a dime perfect throw and Javon Wim drops it and you're thinking why is this guy still on the team I, I you know we thinking Allen Robinson maybe moving into the slot which seems to be some of the rumors that are going around there you have Damian Bird on one side and then you have a Darnell Mooney on the other side that's man that that gets me much more excited than Anthony drops the ball Miller you know Corey any other thoughts about Anthony Miller before we decide to move on here uh well I I think uh Anthony my co-host on the Irish Bear Show would be remiss if I didn't mention that um I think Daz Newsom Daz Newsom is going to become the new star wide receiver of course (laughs) Anthony I hope you're listening he's gonna get caught (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, we're, we're giving you a shout out. We're talking about you, Daz Newsome. Yeah, I don't know, guys. I just don't think he's going to make it. I just don't think it's going to happen. Man, I just, I got to drop that in during your, your guys' recording of the Irish Bear Show. And I just, Karen, I want to applaud you for dropping it in at just the right time. Anything to get that guy a little bit more amped up. Uh, is always fantastic. All right. So as we just said just a little bit ago, and folks, if you didn't quite catch it, Corey is going to be co-hosting the Irish Bear Show this season, which we are thrilled at BDR that it's just, it's a, it's a good partnership. Obviously, we are big fans of the Irish Bear Show. Um, and, you know, we'd love having you guys here. Um, Corey, you're, you're, you're just kind of thoughts on on hopping into to this with, with a bunch of guys from Ireland. And actually, I'm sorry, Tony from Scotland too. You know, what, what's that kind of like for you? Well, uh, (laughs) I keep laughing because I have lots of friends and some of my family that aren't as into the Bears as I am or aren't as diehard, but I come from the family names of O'Brien and Boyle, and I married into a Walsh family. So my, my, uh, my tagline, you know, so to speak, to get people to listen will be, you know, even if you're not there for the Bears content, come for the great bros. Like, <laughs> just come listen to them talk, you know. Um, they, they are a fantastic group of guys. They are hilarious. Uh, they're knowledgeable. They're fun. They're creative. I'm, I uh, have to listen really closely because um, sometimes I, I don't understand quite everything that they're saying, but that's, that's awesome. That just gives me an extra, you know, works my brain out a little bit more. <laughs> so they're awesome. 
I, I couldn't agree more. I, I'm thrilled that, you know, we're going to be having, and this is an announcement that I'm making right here, right now, that once a month, we will be having the international BDR crew, which is Derek from Scotland, Dave from England, uh, Ozzy from Australia. Um, we are on loan with Anthony from, from Ireland and Noel from Ireland. Uh, they're going to become a regular on the show and, and we're thrilled just because I think it's the same thing that, that you're saying, Corey, is it's, it's, it's great banter. It's great fun but it's also an opportunity for, for, for more international Bears fans to, to be behind a mic, which, Karen, I know we're going to talk about. I know there's got to be some issues that you might have with, with some of that things and maybe people think you guys are not authentic enough or something along those lines, which we, we will talk about a little bit later. But um, I just know that every time I talk with those guys, I laugh a whole lot and I learn a lot and I'm excited about it. Kieran, I think a lot of our American listeners really want to know how a guy from Dublin is not only a Bears fan, but such a die-hard Bears fan that he's going to start a, a live show, the Irish Bears show. How did this happen? So for me, I, I think I have a different story than a lot of Irish fans because there's a load of us over here. You go to London games, you even we get kind of some of the college football games that get played in, in the Aviva Stadium over here in Dublin. You see jerseys of all teams. But for me, it's a it's probably a little bit more traditional in the fact that I have family from Chicago. So as a kid, I would go over pretty much every winter, some Thanksgivings and every summer. So as a kid, all, all I remember is at Thanksgiving, watching Bears games with my family and going to Soldier Field in the freezing cold in December. And then when it comes around to kind of the summertime is getting to go to training camp and and all of that stuff that is very similar to kind of Bears fans over in Chicago. But I guess for me growing up, it was weird because when you're over here in Ireland, when I was like, whatever it was, 12, 13, 14, when you're big into your sports and you're one of the few people that like the NFL and then just to see it from there to now, it, it's insane. It's, it's crazy. You can talk to pretty much anyone. Like I've said it before. I, I think it was the week after the draft I saw about at least five or six Justin Fields jerseys in, in the city center here. I've seen the most random one was probably I saw a Chase Claypool hoodie that was, <laughs> that was going on. That was, that was a weird one. So, but like you see all these people and, and look, granted, there are a lot of like American students that come over here as well. And I think it's just a game that, people over here are really getting into like I, I played it in college as well over here so it's it's one thing that I've always kind of loved to do but even trying to get into a Super Bowl party over in Dublin is very very hard to do because all the tickets get sold out and it's always a really really good time but for me kind of what you said just with having some of the guys on once a, a month my whole my whole point of kind of starting up the Irish Bear show was to give a voice to whoever wants to talk about the favorite team. And that's what we're all about is in terms of inclusivity, where we want to basically have everybody to come in. Because what I found for a while that when I used to kind of listen to podcasts and stuff, because where I mainly get my content because over here it's, it's soccer and pretty much <laughs> and rugby. And that's pretty much it. So I used to listen to it and I always felt it was very strange that, some podcasts would be fans of some podcasts and they wouldn't listen to other ones because there was like podcasts that wanted their own thing. And 
for us, we're just about trying to get everybody together because we've said it, whether it's to do with that or whether it's to do with the team, we've been such a divided fan base. And I feel like being able to get everybody together and just kind of be able to support the team we love, to be able to get whoever wants to talk about the Bears, they have a chance. I always say it when you join into our shows, put your comments in because we'll, we'll display them. We'll, we'll talk about them. doesn't matter how crazy, how good, how bad they are because everybody's opinion actually matters with this team. And I think that's a, it's a really good thing. And like you said, getting people from overseas and from every country we like, I look at our analytics for even our audio and you would be surprised some of the countries that, that listen, I think the, the strangest one is we have, I think it's like five or six listeners from Senegal. So it's like, it's completely random. So like, it's, it's one of those that you, you look at that and you're like, the bears really do kind of translate all across. Cause I know, I know Anthony is, has probably said it before in your guys show, like he became a bear son because back in kind of the eighties, there wasn't a lot of, live sports that were shown in Ireland. And one of the live sports that was shown was the 85 Super Bowl. So that's where there are a lot of Chicago Bears fans from Ireland. And that's where a lot of people do originate. But again, for me, very traditional. I just have family. I've been there quite a lot and getting to go to Bears games. So I kind of fell in love with the team, just like most Chicagoans have. So that's awesome to hear that you have so much family that are Bears fans and have have encouraged you and converted you into a Bears fan. I'm just curious what a typical game day is like over in Ireland. Um, have you converted friends into fans? Do you watch with friends? Do you uh, watch the late games at three in the morning? Um, t- tell me, what what is that like for you? Yeah, so I would say in terms of I guess watching the late games, absolutely. We watch every single game. It doesn't matter what time it's at. It's, uh, so that's, that's definite. In terms of the way game day is over here, it's completely different to what it's like back in the States. So obviously in the States, you have like your tailgate and everybody likes to enjoy that. And any of the guys that went over to kind of the London games, you, you kind of see what happens. So typically I would even say for rugby matches, which is a kind of similar way, people will start going to bars before the game and everyone will hang out there. And then about an hour before the game, people start kind of heading in. So it, it's a similar enough. It's just instead of like tailgating outside the stadium, everyone has their like same bar that they go to for particular games. And you kind of meet up with friends there that you know from the bar. So it's, it's very, very interesting. So yes, typical Irish, we like to drink before going to sporting events. So <laughs> definitely not, definitely it's part of the stereotype, but it's, it's, it's just part of the culture. And anybody that does come to Ireland will know that. Maybe not someone who has come through COVID because all of our bars have been shut for nearly two years. So like that's, that's still a sore subject for a lot of Irish people. We're waiting for those to open to where we can actually walk inside a pub again. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're hoping for that soon. But again, in terms of everything else, it's like I've, I've converted friends from when I was like 14, 15, where there's guys saying that they wanted to start watching and because they have friends that watch. But a lot of, our, a lot of my friends would have, would support different teams so like 
one of my closest friends is a Seahawks fan. Never been to Seattle, but again, it's just one of those that I think everybody picks their team. Like my brother wasn't a, wasn't a huge NFL fan, but now he's big into it now. So big Bears fan with him as well. So yeah, it's it's very interesting. I think once people give it time over here to watch the games, they tend to really really enjoy it. And I feel like it's it's a very similar situation with I think. European soccer over in the States is when people give it time to watch the games, they'll be like, oh, this is actually good. Like, Ryan, just to go on this, is like, you like to watch Aussie rules. And for, love for me, I used to, as a kid, I used to love it because in our kind of Gaelic football, I used to play the win, like we had like an all-star game against the best of the players in the Aussie rules. And that's what got people into that. And it's, it's one of those when I bring it back to like the NFL here is when people give it time they really enjoy it. So it's for, for me, I think it's, it's all kind of comes into it where we all just enjoy it. Once you kind of give it time. And then, like I said, I am one of the most diehard bears fans. I would stay up at like 2am in the morning to watch a goddamn preseason game. So <laughs> I, lo- I love that. I love what you just said that it, you basically it's a coming together and an enjoying of just a similar love i i come from that and i i think bears fans as a whole that that is it's the community right that's what both of you guys have been building it's the community of bears fans that make it so special the history the franchise the community that those that's you come into being a bears fan you know f- from wherever you are and and you realize how amazing it is. So I love, I love hearing that. That's awesome. So I have to ask, uh, when I was on the BDR podcast a few weeks ago, I was asked of my favorite Bears moment. I said when the Bears beat the Saints in the NFC Championship game, uh, because that was like the last high of that season, right? Um, so I'm curious, what is your favorite Bears moment? This is a tough one. Because I, I started going through, in terms of overall moment, it's probably Devin Hester's kick return for a touchdown in the Super Bowl because I think that's when I was the most hyped about a, a single play that happened. But you could probably talk about any of those kick returns that year. It was like, it was one of those things, it was not too expected with the team. I don't think anybody really thought that they were going to get to the Super Bowl that year. We knew that it was a brilliant defense and they needed to run the ball well and they had a couple of weapons, but I don't think anybody truly expected it. I think in terms of me being at a game, so as people know on, on the podcast, I do kind of big up players in terms of in the draft process. So like I was on this kind of Justin Fields, go get him really early on. The other player that I was all in on that was Alshon Jeffrey. And I wanted him from the moment that, all the kind of rankings started going out. And I was in Chicago for the end of the summer and his rookie season. And I had a flight out of O'Hare at like maybe six o'clock and the Bears were playing at noon. And I decided on game day to get a ticket and go see the Bears against the Colts. And in that first game, Jay Cutler threw a touchdown to Ashon Jeffrey and I was delighted. So in terms of actually being at a game, that was one of my favorites because it was a last minute decision and it was a really, really enjoyable game. It was Andrew Luck's first game in the NFL. So I think in terms of actually being at a game, that was one kind of random moment that kind of sticks out in my head. 
Oh man, that, that, that's such a good one. I, sorry, you, you, we, since we are talking about Devin Hester, I think about that 2006 season, St. Louis, right? Where he had two or the Arizona Cardinals where we had zero offense and he returned one at the end, man, I, I, I don't know that I can pick one of the favorite returns, but I love the way you said it. You just, you didn't know. And then it was that, at that point, you're like, all right, now this guy can do it at any time and, it, and it's special. All right, so now two questions just ca- kind of popped up in my mind. Corey, really quick, this one for you. Do you have a favorite game that you've been to? Ooh, um, you know, there was, there was a game versus the Vikings that we won. And I hope I'm not <laughs> sounding. Uh, it, it's my favorite because my friend, her dad just had amazing tickets. We were like second row on the 50 yard line. Um, you know, enough to hear the players talking to each other and to, to just almost feel the sweat coming off of them. Um, so in, in terms of game experience, I, I would have to say that one just blew my mind away. I never thought that I could be, you know, that close up front in person in the action. And, you know, I almost, I almost wish we were up a little bit higher so I could, I could see it a little bit better, but uh, from, from an experience perspective that that was an awesome game. Absolutely. There, there's so many good ones. Um, I'm thinking about, I don't know, maybe we were at the same game. We definitely got tickets at the last second for a Minnesota game and Jay Cutler threw a touchdown in the last like 30 seconds of the game to win it. And I think it was to Martellus Bennett pre-fight post-fight. I don't remember what it was, but it doesn't matter. Martellus Bennett, man, you never knew what you're going to get. Okay. Kieran. Now I love the way that you said this. You've been to a, a game at soldier field where it's been freezing Corey, the same questions coming to you in a second dome. Would you like to see a stadium with a roof over the top or should they keep soldier field? My friend, Kieran, I got to hear it. So I think if you asked me this question about five or six years ago, I would have been like, I want to stay at soldier because it's just something about for me in terms of that feeling. But then I went to the Bears and Raiders game in <laughs> London and that changed my whole outlook on everything about it because I've mentioned it on the show, it was freezing that day. It was so cold and it was sunny, but it was very cold. And I was, I was just like, went in and it was, the, I think it was one of the first games at the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium because it was being, it was delayed that year. So like Gorgeous. even the, even the football team hadn't played there yet and walked in and I was like, Oh, this is a stadium. And I've been to like many stadiums. I've been to kind of in Madrid, in Barcelona, kind of all the football stadiums that you'd want to go to in Europe. But this was a different animal where you pretty much could get whatever you wanted. The like, the food, all the amenities were really, really good. And then you get into the stadium and the way it was just designed, the sound was so good. But the best thing was that they were able to control the temperature inside that stadium where everybody was freezing, coming in with coats, and then everything went off and it was literally just everybody in their jersey. And that's the way I would like it. Also, at some point in time, I would like to see the Bears or the city of Chicago get a Super Bowl. And the only way that's happening is if they have a dome. And again, we need to kind of think of the Bears getting into the 21st century. Look, ideally, I think everybody would be up for it if there was be if there was a possibility to have a dome at Soldier, but that's not going to happen. So I'm all for the Bears kind of moving to Arlington, getting what they want, getting 
better kind of tailgates for even people that can't get to games to even go and hang out with their friends and tailgate before a game. I just think it's crazy that you have to win a lottery system to go and enjoy a game. Like, like I mentioned for us at, for rugby matches before, everybody will go to a pub. Now, some people will go to the game. Other people will stay at the pub and watch the game, but you want to be able to have some sort of atmosphere. And I just feel like it's not really there all the time at Soldier Field. Agreed. In, in, in my teens and in my 20s, even in the maybe my early 30s, I would have said, you know what, Soldier Field, it's iconic. Now I'm like, no, nah, man, I just, I don't, I don't want to go to another game when it's 10 degrees out and I'm, I'm freezing and I can't hold my beer, right? I can't enjoy any of that stuff because I'm just so miserable cold. I, you know, I'm almost 40, man. I'm, I've, I've been there. I've done that. I'm, I don't, you know, I get it. Like, the, you know, like hey, we all bundle up and wear cold weather gear, but man, I don't know. Corey, what about you? Your thoughts? I totally agree. I understand where people are coming from about preserving the history of Soldier Field. Yes, that is extremely important, but we can preserve it and we can highlight it in a way in a new stadium that's domed in the right way that can that can show the history moving forward, you know, in like Karen said, into the 21st century. Um, I kind of have to laugh at people who say, well, you know, our, our crazy winter weather is an advantage for us. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, who's playing good football in, you know, with the wind chill, negative 10 degree weather with a ground that's as hard as concrete. That's, oh, by the way, that was completely torn up from the concert the other weekend. You know, I'm, I'm completely on board with the idea of, a expanded stadium, um, a Super Bowl, Final Fours, have them, you know, it, with maybe more income coming in, you know, maybe ticket prices can come down. And also, I love the idea of what, what Karen was saying about creating that tailgating vibe. Because in a city, you know, if, if you get the South Waldron lot, you know, woo, you've scored you know, this, some of the, the tickets in the season were going for as much as the Waldron lot which is crazy to me, you know, and you do have, you know, a different vibe with bars and different uh, parking lots in the city and people coming, you know, being able to walk. When I lived in the city, I just walked to the games. Um, so it is a different vibe, but I think kind of more tailgating culture would, would be a little bit more exciting and a little bit more, um, you know, bring that community feeling to, to the pregames. So I, I get it. I get the, you know, the history argument, but um, I, I think it's time. I'm, I'm ready for a dome. I'm ready to drink my beer at a leisurely pace, so to speak. <laughs> I think the only player, and I'm specific player, that really was at a great disadvantage um, was, and I don't know if you guys remember this, it was Michael Vick. And he, he was, he was in having a spectacular season and he came in to play the bears and it was like negative 20 degrees out. And I think at one point they even panned over the camera. They're like, he doesn't want to be here. It's very clear, right? He's got all the warm and, and it's just like Brian Urlacher, I think had sacked him twice. And it was just one of those. It was like, okay, clearly this guy doesn't want to play other than that. No, it's, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, it's time to move on. Kieran, we, we brought you on to talk about the Irish Bear Show. I do, I have some questions about, about the Irish Bear Show. Um, I know you, you said you, you wanted to start it to give a, a voice to, to all of those that wanted to put in. And I think you guys do a phenomenal job. I mean, before I go any further, the visuals 
all of the things that you put together, Kieran, I, I, I'm not just blowing smoke, man. I am, I'm blown away at, at some of the things that you're able to do. Dare I say it, it's like professional level stuff. Every time I, I watch, like I'm like kind of like a little kid, like going, oh my gosh, I'm excited about Bears fandom again, just watching some of the videos that you put together, man. So, so seriously, bravo to you on that. Folks, if you are listening and you haven't watched an episode of the Irish Bears show, watch an episode, you'll see Kieran does a phenomenal job with all of it. And so, um, you know, I got to ask at this point, what are the goals? What do you see moving forward with the Irish bear show? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one because originally I think our plan was just to be able to talk about the bears, have our normal kind of podcast get again, like I said earlier, getting people from around the world to be able to talk. But now we look at it and Corey mentioned something earlier that I think is kind of paramount to what we want to do is, building a community of Bears fans to have an outlet to go to, to where they feel like they can talk to. Because obviously you have the guys that will kind of ring into the radio stations and stuff like that, and they're kind of the same people that you listen to. But I feel like there's still a lot of Bears fans out there that don't really feel like they have a place to kind of voice their opinions about the team. So for me, it's that. And then, like, realistically, the main thing is, like, our goal for, especially just kind of looking at this season, it's just kind of building on what we're doing. Get kind of good rapport with some of the guests that we've already had on and just to be able to introduce some new guests that, that come through that. It's content that people are really interested in. It's not going to be just the same as, I guess, everybody else. Because I, I know that most places will do their normal kind of pregame show and stuff. But what we want to do is we want to kind of look at every aspect of it. So like in a previous show where we had like a sports agent on and then we've had obviously Bears kind of beat reporters on and things like that. And we want to kind of get the different aspects of the game and get different types of interviews that Bears fans can enjoy. And like, that's the basis of what we want to do. And really our main plan is just to build on kind of what we're doing, build on the community that we've kind of done. Like I was talking to the guys yesterday after the show is we started this a couple of weeks prior to the draft and read the draft was the only big thing. And since then we've seen the community grow and there hasn't been a single bears game that's gone on. So we're, we're excited to see and for people to see what we're going to be coming up with for when the games are actually happening and some of the content that we're going to be putting out there. It's a reason why we decided to get a couple more people on. So, you know, I'll only have to listen to me and Anthony because again, like Corey said, sometimes we can be uh, difficult to understand, especially Anthony, when he goes to Clare, I I said it to him yesterday, one of the other counties in Ireland, like his voice changes. It It gets way, way more Irish when he goes and visits his family in Clare. Anthony knows what I'm talking about. I mentioned it to him yesterday, but yeah. So again, main main thing is just kind of build a community that we have and keep giving that voice to Bears fans that if there's something that they want to talk about, we will bring it up on the show. If there's a topic that people feel passionate about, we will bring it up and we will debate it. It's the reason why one of our shows in the off season has been a fan zone show to get different people, different opinions and let them on. And because we see it in the comments all the time, people have completely different opinions. There was one yesterday where someone said that Nick Foles should be starting over Andy Dalton. Like, I don't think many people think that's the, should be happening, but it's still fair for somebody to have that opinion. Even if everybody on the show doesn't agree with it. This is one of those few times where I wish people were going to be able to see my face 
after yeah. reaction to that. <laughs> I Nick Foles, huh? Wow, yeah. Go, go, go to our show yesterday and you'll see my reaction to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, so, so Kieran, you brought it up. I have been wowed by some of the guests that you've had on. Um, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to name drop because I'm impressed. Adam Rank, fantasy football guru and giant Bears fan, you know, just thinking some of the big names that you've had on. Now, I know you can't pick a favorite guest. Maybe you can, but you're not going to say it uh, uh, out loud. Uh, but is there maybe like a guest that really like said something that you weren't expecting aside from Nick Foles being the starting quarterback? Um, you know, something maybe memorable or one of these bigger names that made you thinking about in a way that, that you weren't expecting? Yeah, there's, there's been a couple of re- very interesting shows that we've had. I, Personally, in terms of one that I really enjoyed, obviously Adam Ranks was very fun. It, I think we were laughing the whole way through. He is one of the best comedians out there. If you want to listen to him, I know a lot of people love him for his fantasy stuff, but some of the other work he does is remarkable. But I think Caitlin Sharkey was a really good. We we had her on the show for about thirty minutes before um before training camp or before the OTAs ended, and that was a really enjoyable one. But I guess we had kind of um, we had a sports agent on, which was a really interesting one because it was something that I've always been interested in, see what it's actually like from the agent side of things. And it's it, it was one of those that I came away from the interview and I actually learned a lot, and I got a lot of good comments from that from from people because it's one of those that you don't really hear all the time. You get kind of the main guys, and it's always like I guess the the public speak and kind of what we expect, but he actually gave us quite a lot of details and kind of what the UDFA draft process is really like, what, how difficult it is for some of these players, what kind of what GMs actually do. He, one of the nuggets that he mentioned now, I know a lot of people probably don't like him because he's Ryan Pace's right hand man in terms of Joey Lane, but Corey, who, who was, who was on, the show for that in in terms of Corey there was the actual agent um he <laughs> yeah not not our great Corey here but um he basically mentioned that Joey Lane he thinks he could be a future GM in the league and so there's little things like that that I don't think a lot of people get to hear too much and that was one that like I said it sticks out in my mind because it's one that I learned a lot of information that I didn't know even because you, you know yourself, Ryan, you, you get certain people on for certain reasons because you and you probably know what a lot of their opinions will probably be. But then to actually kind of see it, there, there's plenty of others. We have we had the defensive coordinator from BYU that was on talking about Zach Wilson. So that was an interesting one as well. And then we've had like reporters on that would cover Ohio State to talk about Justin Fields and just getting kind of the background to him, like what he was like around campus. It's it was a, we've had a, a lot of really good guests with a lot of interesting stories. So I would definitely urge anyone, there's probably at least an episode or two that no matter what you're interested in around the Bears, we've probably covered it in some, some way or fashion. So I think I'm probably putting words in your mouth, but that's got to be one of your favorite parts. I know for me, hosting the Bear Down Report podcast, my favorite part has been about the the connections that we've made, the, the people that we, we've, we've been able to talk to and, and kind of the, I mean, the friendships that have developed out of some of this stuff. Would you kind of agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the main thing. I think 
it's really cool to see people that you've always listened to, you've respected and you followed for a while and have them reach out to you, be able to talk. Like I always, I always mentioned one in terms of last week on the show, we had Carmen DeFalco on. I've had, I've spoken to Yurko before as well. And I think the craziest one was a random time during the season last year was I think Tottenham Hotspur were losing a game and I got a DM from Yurko being like, what is going on? And I'm like, my, 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 my response when I saw that message, I'm like, what is going on? So like, it, it's things like that where you don't actually realize the connections that you're making until after the fact that you actually do the show because you get to see the people that you really enjoy their work as people. And for me, that's what I really enjoy. And it's, it's why I like to see kind of, and people will see kind of the guests we've had on before come back on because I think you want to hear more from these people because you know yourself, you only have a specified period of time in terms of when you're doing the show and then a certain topic comes up and you think of, Oh, I really like to get this person's opinion on it. And like I said, the connections and the friendships that you make with some people, I think, I think that's the best. Like it's even just with myself and Anthony as well as like, we like we haven't known each other for years but now like anything small happens and like we'd be texting each other or like we've had we've had you on the show we've had some of the other guys that are on the bear down report on the show and it's it's just great to kind of again it goes back to what i think both of our platforms are for is to include everybody and then you realize oh now there's actually this core group of people that now are becoming friends and actually eventually when either you guys are in Ireland and we can take you out to pubs and wherever, or when we're back in Chicago, that you actually have more people that you can go out, have a drink with and talk about the bears because you now have that connection. It's, I think that's a thing you don't expect when you start it. And it's definitely not something I expected, but it's definitely one of the big benefits from what we've been able to grow over the past three months. Well, I can't wait to uh, head to Ireland and take you up on that on that offer for a, a pregame beer. Um, and I, I don't want to put anybody on the spot here, but I am curious if you have um, kind of like a dream guest, a guest that you have on your short list list that you you know you are really would love to have them on. I have three that I've thought of, and. One is, look, I think everybody that does kind of podcasts, especially around the Bears, would love to have one of the either Adam Johns or Adam Hogan because they're brilliant at what they do. Um, But the other two that I always would like, again, one from the NFL Network in terms of I would love to have Kyle Brandt on, on the show. He's He's probably one of my favorite people to listen to when it comes to the NFL Network. In terms of, I think of ex-players that kind of shape me as a fan, and then seeing what they do after they retire. My favorite, one of my favorite players of all time for the Bears is Charles Tillman. So if, yes. if, I, if I would be Great able choice. to get to somehow get Charles Tillman on the show, I think the little kid inside me would be very happy. <laughs> Absolutely. If you got Charles Tillman on the show, I, I think I would pee myself. <laughs> he so <He's>, would I. <laughs> he's so entertaining and, and he does retweet things from fans from time to time and just I, I i can't imagine how awesome it would be to be to have him i this is 
this is going to sound absolutely insane when I say this name. I, I would like to do, you know, like guys like Kyle Orton, Brian Urlacher, Charles Peanut Tillman, you know, Mike Brown, like all those names, that would be fantastic. But this name is going to throw people. Rex Grossman. I, <laughs> Interesting. I heard Sexy a, Rexy. <laughs> exactly. I heard a story. I heard a story and I don't know if, I, if I've shared this on the podcast before, so I'm going to share it right now. And I want to know, one, is this story true? And two, I just, I want to like applaud him for it. So a friend of a friend is out at a bar and drinking with a buddy of his and they look over and they go, is that Rex Grossman? And, and they're like, oh my God, that's, that's totally Rex Grossman. And they start talking shit big time. Like, oh, you're the worst quarterback. You got small hands and all this stuff. And apparently Rex either hears it or it is relayed to him what they are saying. And supposedly Rex Grossman says, did you start a Super Bowl, bitch? And <laughs> they just die laughing. And they're like, we got to go, we got to go buy him drinks. And they said they went over, they bought him a drink. And they're like, hey, man, we're, you know, we were sorry. You're 100% right. You're you, uh, spot on, man. You were NFC North player of the month and all this other stuff, right? Through all these touchdowns, Bernard Berrien. And they started laughing. They said he was a super good guy. But just like, I want to know, was, was that a true story? And what was it like to, to be the be a first round draft pick in in Chicago Bears land the pressure here is vastly different than any other than any other place I want to I want to ask those that go ahead please one second on that is those people folded very very quick quickly on that one other one that I, I I forgot to mention that probably in a few years time because it wouldn't it would definitely not happen in the foreseeable future but one person that I would love to kind of hear their story about, and a lot of Bears fans are going to be like, oh, don't be such an idiot on this one. But it's actually Mitch Trubisky. Because I would, I would love to be able to hear kind of his story on it. I don't, like, I don't think anybody needs to hear about how it didn't work out in Chicago. I want to kind of get his background story because he actually does, it seems like he has a very interesting story. So he would definitely be one. And then I guess one of the other ones that kind of came to mind, as I said, Charles Tillman was Zach Miller because I really want to know what it was like after kind of the whole injury situation, how his transition from football to music went like it's he, he's a really interesting dude as well. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking the Mitch Trubisky story is one we're not going to hear for a very long time, but he's a good guy. I don't care what anybody says about his playing. I mean, you just look at the charity work, all the things that he's done. He is a good, good dude. And, and I wish him nothing but, but success with the Bills. Uh, we happen, uh, the, the post-game crew for BDR, we're going to actually go and see his game at Soldier Field uh, for preseason. We're stoked about it. But, but he's a great guy. He worked his ass off when he was here. It just didn't work out. I, I'd love to hear that story. Okay, one more question. And this is a question that I've been burning to ask you, Kieran, um, is the American fans are they giving you guys the respect that you deserve? What is something that you wish that maybe more American fans knew about, about Irish bears fans or international bears fans? Like this is your opportunity. Cause I don't know that this is something you would say on your own show, but, but I've been kind of dying to know, uh, you know, how you guys feel about this. It's a really interesting one. Like even not so much just in terms of on the show, because I feel like with the way the community is growing that, we do get respect from people that come on the show and the, the people that actually will stay and listen to the show. They'll realize, like Corey says, there are ideas to get quality content out there for Bears fans. And that's who we do this for. 
but the one thing we always get, even from me kind of growing up as a Bears fan over in Ireland and coming over, is that a lot of American fans are surprised of the actual knowledge that a lot of international fans have. Because at the end of the day, and I say this for European soccer as well, where it's the same sort of deal that I think a lot of people in kind of the Asian countries always get kind of said that they're not real fans because they're not from the same area. But I'm like, those dudes wake up at two or three o'clock in the morning to watch their favorite team. So yeah, like, like, like yourself, we're kind of watching Aussie rules. And like, just because you're from a different area, that's where you haven't been lucky enough to have to live there. Doesn't mean that you're not as big, if not more of a fan than someone that can live five minutes away from the stadium. Like for, for me, I always, it's, it's very interesting because you talk to a group of fans. So like I go over, see my family and when kind of there's friends and all around, we talk about the bears. So like, Oh, you know a lot about the team. I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a sports nut. I, I love every single kind of, like, I support pretty much every single Chicago team. I'm sorry to all the White Sox fans. I'm not a White Sox fan. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not one of those people that's like, I'm just going to support both baseball teams in Chicago. No, absolutely not. I have one team and that's it. That's, it's the most ridiculous thing. I'm sorry. It's the most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard that people can support two teams in a city. I, I I don't get it. You you grow up as a fan of that team, and you're usually a diehard, and that's that's all it is. So I think that's the biggest surprise is that people think, oh, they watch the the team, but how much do they actually know? And then you listen to whether it's myself, you listen to Anthony, you listen to other people that you you've had on the show as well, and they just know their stuff because they like to watch. Well, there might be some people that are new to the game and trying to understand it, and that's what we will try and do for some of our international listeners that we will be able to, we will kind of break down the place that make it easier for people to understand why something is happening. But in terms of a lot of Bears fans worldwide, they already know all this. You go to any of the London games, you have conversations with people and some of the conversations that you have are amazing and are so in depth that it just goes to show that you can be from anywhere in the world. And if you, care about a team as much as as you do you can definitely show that you're as bigger the same the same fan as if you live right down the road from soldier field and i think that's the biggest surprise that i think american fans have that just the actual quality of views and how much people actually know that aren't from the states i i I have to admit that that was me uh, episode 26, you can go and listen. I was like, oh my gosh, these guys actually know their stuff. And in retrospect, I just feel kind of stupid saying that because of course they do, right? Um, and, and very much so. So now, uh, Kieran, Corey, I want to get you guys in just some quick shots. This is 20, 30 seconds, just quick. This is what you're thinking about this particular Bears topic that is a hot topic right now. Kieran, coming to you first, Alan Robinson did not sign a long-term deal. Your thoughts? Sign that man. Get him his contract as soon as you possibly can. Do not let him leave. Well said, 100%. Corey, would you rather have Alan Robinson hooked up for a long contract or Roquan Smith signed to a long contract? It's an absolutely impossible question because both are just so inherently important to, you know, the offense and the defense. Um, I, I have to give it to... 
um, I got to give it to A-Rob because especially with the Anthony Miller trade, you know, that entire wide receiver positioning is kind of up for grabs now. I think he's, he's, he's totally important for, for our offense. Roquan is not expendable. I hope, you know, in my dreamland, we can find a way to keep them both. Um, we have to figure out a way to stop the run this year. But um, if, if given, if I have to make a choice, I got to go with A-Rob. Man, that's, that's a big one. I, I think, I mean, Roquan's the best linebacker we've had since Brian Urlacher, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, Kieran, okay, sorry, I wasn't going to ask you this originally, but I know Corey wants to hear your thoughts on it too. If you had to choose between the two, A-Rob or Roquan, which one are you picking? Roquan Smith. He's the leader of the defense going forward. He's the one that I'm signing. Look, I love A-Rob, but again, at the end of the day, he's 29. You get that five-year contract. By the end of it, you're probably not producing the way he is now. Roquan's what, 24? So I'm, I'm definitely giving the money to Roquan Smith. Zadarius Smith said he needs a realtor. Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers put the same picture of the last dance as their Instagram pictures. Corey, are you buying it? Is, uh, is Green Bay about to fall apart, implode? Is, is, is it a dumpster fire that's waiting to happen? Or are all these guys going to be here for this next season and make – uh, a, a living hell out of our life here in, in Bears fandom. First of all, comparing themselves to Jordan and Pippen, <laughs> get over yourselves. <laughs> you know, zero championships between the two of them. Um, yeah, that was that was a very interesting analogy they put up. Um, it certainly seems like you know they're they're obviously making the analogy to to Jerry Reinsdorf and Jerry Krause in terms of just completely blowing up the organization. Um, you know, and I, I think I, I have to wonder. This has to have been festering for a very very long time. So yes there's something going on within the entire organization, but I always think about that last play in the NFC championship where they chose to kick a field goal. And that was complete F you to Aaron Rodgers saying, we don't trust you enough to win this game for us. We're, we're going to, we're going to kick a field goal and we're not going to put it in your hands to win us the game. I just have to wonder that was the spark that had to have ignited this, you know, where it's been building and building and building, that was the spark that completely ignited all of this. I, I don't, he's put up such a fight that I would be really surprised to see him in a Green Bay uniform this year. Um, I don't know what to expect. They've been completely silent. You know, they're borderline, you know, then they, I was going to say diva-ish, but they, they, you know, look, he has had, how many targets, you know, in terms of wide receivers and they pick Jordan love number one in the draft. It, it doesn't make sense. Everything that's been going on up there has been wonderful for me to watch, you know, sit back and <laughs> be like, Oh, it's nice for you guys to be on hot seat for once. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. Watching some of the throws from Jordan love reminds me of all of the bears quarterbacks that we've had in the past Man, maybe it's time, guys, that you don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Kieran, same question. Is, is, there, is, is there fire where there's smoke? I mean, you know what I'm trying to ask here. I'm, I'm asking in an awful way. What do you think is going to happen with this situation? Well, I have to go back on the question in terms of what they put up in terms of the last dance. I think they got the wrong team in terms of what they put up. <laughs> they probably should have put up like the Phoenix Suns or something like that. Like At, at the end of the day, I thought it was – I think it's hilarious that – they're all using a Chicago team 
to to put up. Yeah, they are. Yet they are supposed to hate Chicago teams. Like it's it's so funny. Like I, I get it. I, like Aaron Rodgers is an unbelievable quarterback, without question. What? Yeah, he's he's one of the best in terms of pure skill. He's probably number two right now in the NFL. Obviously, it's tough when you see Tom Brady's got six rings, but what the hell has like Adams done? Like, how good would he be if not for Aaron Rodgers? I still remember early in his career where he had a bit of the drops, where every single big play he he tend to drop it. When you have, or when you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, like it makes it easier as a wide receiver, which we've seen in previous years when guys have moved on, they've not had the same success. So. I personally have said it. I think that they will be back this year because it's very hard to see any other way. The only way is if Rogers retires, which I just don't think he's going to do, but I would be astonished if all three of those guys are back for the 2022 season. I think this is kind of, if they want to say the last dance, yeah, I still don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. All right. It is time for my absolute favorite segment for all of our first time guests, Kieran Hall, We've got to get your unpopular opinion. Now, this can be football. This can be food. You, I know you've heard a couple episodes before. We've had some unbelievably good ones before. Rob Kirkland, I know you're listening right now. I will never let you forget Portillo's is overrated. Get out of here. BDR's own Matt Clapper said that, that Ferris Bueller's Day Off is overrated. I just, I'm, still, I'm still mad about it, still a little salty about it. So, Kieran, I got to ask, what is your unpopular opinion? My unpopular opinion is it's a very new one just because I started watching this show. But the show Vikings is much better than Game of Thrones. And I never thought I was going to say that. For me, I used to love Game of Thrones, but then I started watching Vikings. I'm like, no, this is the best show in that kind of category. I, I was like everybody else watching Game of Thrones week in, week out. Absolutely crazy. at Like the Red Wedding, insane one. But anyone who has not watched Vikings... Go and watch it now. It is one of the best shows out there in terms of in terms of that's my biggest unpopular opinion right now because again, it's just something I've been thinking about over the last number of weeks. People will say, Oh, you're stupid. I'm like, go watch Vikings and you'll re- you'll know the reason why I'm saying this. I watched the first season, I was bored, so I stopped watching oh, it. Oh, continue it. It it gets so, so good. You need I to go and watch it. I did the exact same thing. I think I got like halfway through the second season and I was like, eh. but my mom is a huge Vikings fan. And she said, especially lately, this most recent season, which not to call her out, but she doesn't have the best TV show recommendations all the time. So I have not been really paying attention to her. But now that you said that, I think I'll have to go and, and give it a solid chance. And it's definitely not biased that a lot of the production is here in Dublin. So I'm just, I'm just going to say that. But it, 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 it is a phenomenal show. And I think, look, at the end of the day, I think right now, all the episodes have been phenomenal. And over time, while Game of Thrones have had some amazing episodes, it got really, really bad towards the end when they rushed. And I think... For me, as an overall series, Vikings in terms of quality is is just better. It just doesn't get – I don't think it gets the same reputation because of 
what happened with Game of Thrones prior. I think if Vikings was the first show that comes out, I think that's the one that everybody's saying, oh crap, that's so, so good. And then when they watch Game of Thrones, they're like, oh yeah, this is really good as well. Like I said, I was one of the biggest Game of Thrones fans until I started watching Vikings. I I guess I'll have to give it a shot again. You know, Game of Thrones, the last season ruined it. If you would have made the second to last season, the end, like on this cliffhanger and nothing finished, I think that would have been more satisfying than the way that they did finish it. Um, All right. So we are here at the end of the show, Kieran Hall. I want to say thank you so much, Corey Walsh. Thank you so much for, for being it. Um, Obviously we're thrilled to have you as part of the BDR family. Kieran, before you go, uh, give us your Twitter handle, any way that people can get a hold of you and any shout outs that you might like to give anyone that might be listening to the podcast that you'd like to give a shout out to. Yeah, absolutely. Look, most of the time I'm interacting on kind of the Irish Bear Show Twitter handle. So that's just at Irish Bear Show. So make sure you go over there because that's where you get most of our kind of, you get all of our stuff in terms of the show, but all of our opinions as well. I know sometimes Anthony will be tweeting out from there as well, but most of the time it's me with my dead ass opinions on the Chicago (laughs) Bears and maybe Vikings if people start realizing that it's a better show. But yeah, that's pretty much it. In terms of shout outs, I guess just shout outs to kind of all the the new or all the new hosts and kind of current hosts that we have on the show. So obviously Anthony over overseas and well in Cork. Obviously Corey, we have Scott Carell coming in and also Tony Daly, who was with us yesterday as well. So just a shout out to those guys because look, they're coming on the show for a reason. They they have some really, really good work out there. And like I said, we just want to be able to kind of show Bears fans kind of that everybody has some really great thoughts and does some really great work and that's why it's always good like you said to be able to collaborate with you guys here have anthony come on have me come on it's we we appreciate all the work that you guys do and and kind of vice versa as well Thank you so much, Kieran. We're, we're thrilled to have you on. I'm sorry that it took so long, but obviously uh, some personal stuff going on in my life. And otherwise we would have had you on a lot sooner, but I am thrilled that we got to have you on. And, and obviously this was a great conversation and, and I'm sure it will not be the last time that we're talking about bears while it's being recorded. Corey, what about you? Any, any shout outs that you might like to give? So I was listening to your most recent international episode, and I just have to say, if I ever do make it, or when I I will, when I do make it over to Ireland, I have to meet Anthony's wife, Camilla, because that is the kind of woman that gave her husband some crap for not not giving her the shout out. I was cracking up. But also it made me think, I have not given a shout out to my wonderful husband, Mike. He's amazing. Um, He's my biggest supporter and also my sweet, sweet babies, uh, Grady and Anna. That, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, so uh, Anthony, just one more time, make sure you thank your wife anytime anyone asks you to and uh, your son, Theo too. make, make sure you, you give him a shout out anytime that needs to happen. Uh, Man, Corey, I feel like a, I feel like a jerk not shouting out my girlfriend then. <laughs> Here you go. Go ahead. Karen, Karen, we're still rolling, man. If you, if you need to go ahead and do so, please. Now's the time. Yeah. She, she she's a she's an interesting one she's from new york but she's a big patriots fan which is the weirdest thing i've kind of ever seen but yeah so i'll i'll, I'll shout out my uh very great girlfriend navila so yeah <laughs> yeah, that, yeah how does yeah. that how does, how does that work man i thought i thought uh, boston and Dude, I don't, I, I don't know how it works. I don't know. I think she just wanted to be like controversial in, in her family because I think one of her brothers is a Giants fan and one's a Jets fan. So I'm like, okay. 
There it is. <laughs> Sports fandom and families. Gotta love it. Guys, thanks so much for being on the show. Appreciate you. Kieran Hall, Corey Walsh. Uh, we are so lucky to have some, some really talented people at, at Bear Down Report. Um, you know, we, we've gone through, through all the people that are there. Uh, and obviously, Corey is a big part of that. And we're, we're thrilled that she, she's going to be getting some more airtime over at the Irish Bear Show. So, Corey, shout out to you. Uh, Kieran, that was a really good conversation, man. I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, and, you know, just one more time as an American who probably overlooked some of our international fans at one point, um, I, I got to give huge props. Um, Obviously, the last episode that I had, uh, the international 2.0 crew of Dave from England, Derek from Scotland, Noel and Anthony from Ireland, and Ozzy, Mike Oosterwick from uh, Australia. Man, did we have fun. Those guys are too, too, too good. And I am just uh, ecstatic to, to, to have these guys once a month. And we've got some, some little segments that we're looking forward to. Uh, Dave's going to get some fantasy football advice. And um, we, we also are going to have Ask an International Bears fan. And so I know I want to ask, what's a game day like for Ozzy? Because that's a Monday morning like really early for him so what's that going to be like for all of you who are listening thank you so much for listening and for reading uh, any of the bear down report content that's out there we appreciate all of you greatly if you like what you hear please hit subscribe if you really like what you hear and you're listening on apple or uh, itunes please make sure you hit us with a five-star review it really helps to widen our audience thank you so much folks and as always bear down